Hello, and welcome back to Market House, the podcast where we talk all things Disney. My name is Caleb, and I am the host. And uh, joining me again, and actually moving forward here, will be the new co host, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah, Caitlin's back. Yeah. Hi, everybody. And uh, she's putting up with me, and it's working, and she actually wants to return to record these things. So. It's worked out. Yeah, I'm super <laughs> excited to be back. Good, good. And uh, yeah, we'll keep doing this as long as you uh, want to. Love it. I cool. can't wait. Awesome. Yeah, it's been fun recording together. And um, again, we haven't, uh, yeah, we not <laughs> any issues doing it so far. So <laughs> no. yeah, we're still married. Um, yeah, so uh, great to have uh, Miss Caitlin back joining us today and uh, just talking about all the things Disney. And there's a lot to talk about. Yes. There's a lot of news. And uh, we, got a, we got a fun episode today, though. Yeah, it is going to be fun. We're actually going to talk about our top five uh, favorite Disney, Disney attractions each. Yes. And there's going to be a little twist to that game. So we'll we'll talk about it later. But to start off, we have to uh, kind of dive into that Disney news. But I mean, to start off, I wish I was at Disney this entire last week because we've returned back to normal life. And with normal life comes the stresses of normal things and uh, I've been dealing with that hive issue, remember? And yeah, yeah, we got some medicine to hopefully help. Yes, with some stuff. So hoping it's going to get better. Yeah, but you know, it's the not normal, fun. The normal things. Yeah, it's really <laughs> not fun. So hoping I can kick this weird health thing. But other than that, uh, Disney's a good distraction in the meantime. Uh, so, anyways, let's talk about the news. Let's do it. All right. First up, we've got a little bit of uh, refurbishment news. So uh, update coming for a few attractions. Starting off is Pirates of the Caribbean, a household favorite of ours, has actually just closed for refurbishment on uh, March 14th. And uh, we'll discuss as to why it closed down in a little bit, but it is expected to return in the summer, uh, most likely end of May, early June. And that, uh, again, teaser kind of aligns perfectly with the return of Fantasmic. So it does have something to do with that. Uh, but yeah, what's, uh, what else is closing? Yes. So in addition to pirates closing blue Bayou is actually going to be closing on April 21st. Um, it looks kind of strange right now with people eating there with pirates closed. Closed, Yeah. I'm not entirely sure if the water strained inside. Well, the, there's construction walls blocking your view. Oh, there is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that'd be good. Cause I couldn't imagine. It's still weird. I mean, I, it's not the idyllic, uh, seeing boats pass by right now. No. There's giant greenish blue walls yeah. blocking the view. And I'm wondering if they're still having the soundtrack. I would hope so. Yeah. Instead of I drills. Don't know. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, yeah. I I'm, don't know. It's not worth, I, I mean, I'd argue it's not worth the money now because part of the reason why you pay 50, 60 bucks a plate is for that yeah. view. And so. you're wanting to see all the boats go by. Yeah. and It's not ideal. But so, yeah, I mean, if you're planning a trip before uh summer essentially before june i would maybe skip on a blue bayou because you're not getting the full experience yeah uh and then yeah so blue bayou is closing uh, another couple attractions are closing mater's junkyard jamboree mm-hmm. and luigi's rollickin roadsters will be closing for refurb sometime in april no specific date is no that right? no date yet just the announcing they're closing in april okay so a few attractions closing uh, again springtime this is normal uh, they're kind of prepping for, as it, it is a busy time with spring breaks happening, but they do want the park looking fresh for the summer, which is the busiest time of year. Yeah. But I would say one thing that isn't, is primarily new is the construction that they're doing outside of Pirates. Yeah. So that, that does kind of lead into the next news item, and it does have to do with Pirates closing, and that is they're extending the walkway surrounding Pirates to help with crowd flow. 
Yeah, I'm very curious about this one. Yeah, so all we've heard, so there's a rumor going around that there is flattening occurring. That's kind of a vague Mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, What is confirmed, though, from Disney is that they are adding green space and some trees around this walkway. Not entirely sure how that helps with crowd flow. I know they need to keep looking pretty. Yeah. Uh, They don't want it looking like a concrete jungle. But uh, curious to see how they pull that off while also increasing crowd flow. Rumor is they're going to take some of the steps out to kind of flatten it, make it more of a flat space right there in front of pirates. Yeah. And I can't imagine they get rid of all of it because that does help with phantasmic viewing. There's yeah. a reason why it's tiered right there. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little confused. I've seen a couple of people mention that they think they're going to do something with the bridge over pirates. I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening. Um, again, if you're over in front of, what is it, the French market? area mm-hmm. where those those trees i don't know if they're doing something with those getting rid of those so there's more standing room yeah i don't know but then again if they're adding more greenery yeah. i don't Ma- know where yeah removing uh, and adding but just maybe in a more in uh, just different locations sure i can see that yeah because again as of now it's just all stroller parking yeah and it gets it gets packed yeah especially with, i mean with phantasmic it is a it's packed. disaster yeah so i'm very curious on what that's going to look like yeah so um that is i think the primary reason why Fantasmic is returning so late, not returning mm-hmm. with World of Color and uh, the Electrical Light Parade. This is because they need to do some expansion work before they open the show. <laughs> Main Street Electrical Main Parade. Street Electrical Parade. Gosh, <laughs> dang it. I can never get the name right. And I've seen it a million times. Uh, anyways, so that is uh, some uh, refurbishment news yeah. and uh, some extension, some construction work happening in front of Pirates. Next up, we have some new merch. It is the Mickey Mouse main attraction, and I believe that they are going to be doing different rides, but currently they are doing Space Mountain. So right now they're including a new line of merchandise that has a new set of ears, a pin, and a plush all-themed Space Mountain, which everyone is freaking out about online, especially the ears. Yeah, I know things went quick uh, in the stores. And uh, yeah, so it's the new line Mickey Mouse main attraction, which is new, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So the first one, Space Mountain, I'm assuming they'll feature new attractions in the future. Yeah. But yeah, it, it looks interesting. I, I mean, uh, the ears are kind of weird. Uh, the plush looks cool. Mm-hmm. The pin, I can see this being a new collector's thing. Yeah. I think if you, I mean, again, if you're obsessed with the ride, I think you're going to love yeah, it. Like yeah. I, right when I saw the Space Mountain one come out, I'm so excited for Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Like if they do that, I would love that. Sure. So. No, yeah. It's a, so yeah, it's a new merch. Next up, we have some more exciting news. We have a new series coming to Disney Plus called Sketchbook. This is going to be coming out on April 27th. And it's basically just going to be going over what it looks like for animators and how they create characters, their stories behind it, and basically how they bring all the Disney characters to life. So I'm super excited for this. Yeah, no, it looks good. Uh, We saw the trailer just actually before we started recording. Yeah. And uh, it looks fun. I I like behind the scenes. Uh content uh we loved the behind the attraction i love that one that was great amazing actually we still have not seen the last episode because this is the reason why we didn't watch it oh right. is because yeah it spoiled some major uh plot points essentially in rise so people were like if you have not ridden that ride yet do not watch that last episode so we still think episode 10 is we're still haven't seen it oh my gosh anyways that's a fantastic it's best uh it's no it's not behind the attraction i'm sorry it's the imagineering show Yes. No, Behind the Attraction was this kind of like quirky, felt very Discovery Channel. That was different. That was fun. It was not the style I like. I kind of like it more serious. It was kind of like a fun like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It It was was good. The Imagineering one was better. Yeah, I'm sorry. So Imagineering, that's the one I was talking about. So yeah, I like the behind the scenes stuff. So this looks fun. 
and uh, to see the the animation process. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, we love doing the animation at the parks. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's my favorite part. So this is like the real deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, yeah, short sketchbook coming April twenty seventh. Next up, we have some kind of controversial news, and that is a new DVC tower is coming to uh, the Polynesian Resort over in Walt Disney World. Now, why this is controversial is interesting. Uh, People are not a fan of the design of this new DVC tower. And it does look, uh, they're accusing it of looking like a Holiday Inn. I think that is an exaggeration, in my personal opinion. Does not look anything like a Holiday Inn. No. I think the point they're trying to make is it looks like a normal hotel, maybe like a kind of, it looks like a luxury hotel tower hotel you'd find in a major city. So if you were in LA, if you were in DC, if you're in Chicago, it does have that look of just a massive, uh, pretty looking hotel. Yeah. It doesn't scream Disney. There's not giant theming around it. If you, especially at the Polynesian, there is a stark contrast between this design and the Polynesian bungalows, the Polynesian buildings themselves. So I can see the, I can see both sides of the argument. I can see it is not overly themed, and doesn't scream Disney, and this is on a Disney property, and I also see the other argument that it's a good-looking hotel for, and let's get this right, it's called Disney Vacation Club. This is a timeshare program, Mm -hmm. so it looks like a very fancy timeshare hotel, so I don't know. I mean, I'm in the middle of it. I'm kind of neutral. Yeah, it's not overly themed, but we're also giant fans of Grandestino, and that thing is not themed very uh, strongly to Disney, no. I guess. It's not screaming Disney. No. And we're huge fans of it, so. Yeah, I, I guess, I mean, I feel like I have more of an unpopular opinion. I think it looks good. Yeah. Um, the first thing, again, it doesn't scream Disney, but I think it's one of those things where, you know, we've seen the outside of the building. We have no idea what they're going to do on the inside. Sure. You know, Disney doesn't normally do things poorly, so on the inside, it could be a more modern Polynesian look, and it could be, I mean, who knows? I mean, for example, the Grand Casino, that place is massive, and on the inside, it's beautiful, mm-hmm. and there's little, like, they're not, it's not like Subtle. Mickey's jumping out at you, yeah. which we loved. Um, it's just, I don't know, it was just really beautiful inside, so I can see them doing kind of a similar thing, since the Grand Casino Tower is a newer hotel. Um but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do inside just because they just did a renovation. Did they do Moana rooms or something? At Polynesian? Yeah. Yes, they did. Yeah, so, you know, it could be that. I have no, I have no idea. I'm excited for it. Yeah, so anyways, it's, uh, it looks like a nice hotel. Uh, may not be up your alley and screaming Disney, but there's always art of animation, stuff like that for you. So anyways, DVC Tower coming to Polynesian. Uh, I think it's supposed to open in the next few years, if I'm not mistaken, 2024, 25. Something like that. Yeah. So anyways, uh, a new controversial tower coming to the Polynesian Resort. Alrighty. And our final news story is uh, another hotel kind of news item. And that is a uh, rumored Toy Story hotel is coming to Disneyland or at one point coming to Disneyland. So uh, social media kind of went crazy when some uh, apparent, some people think it's fake, some think it's real, some leaked concept art for a new Toy, toy Story hotel that was supposed to replace the Paradise Pier Hotel yeah. over by uh, California Adventure. Mm-hmm. So it's overlooking the park, and this has this is, it's an old hotel. Mm-hmm. It needs some kind of refresh, and would not surprise me if they did announce a refresh, but apparently this concept art was made pre-pandemic, and again, rumor is that Disney's not even uh, entertaining this in the near future because of budget and all this stuff. So yeah, uh, people didn't like it. Another thing people didn't like because they think it looks cheap. 
uh, from the concept art. It looks kind of really kid-like and kind of done already. A lot of people referring to the Toy Story Hotel, I'm sorry, Toy Story Land over in Disney World. There's a new Toy Story Hotel, I think, at one of the, uh, I think it's one of the uh, China, Chinese parks. I think so too. Or maybe Japan. I don't know. One, yeah. In Asia, there is a, I know for sure, a Toy Story Hotel. So people are kind of like, it's been done already. It's a tired concept. It looks cheesy. It looks dumb. It looks cheap, uh, like a cheap overlay. So again, I'm not entirely sure I agree 100%. I think people are just mad with Disney just because it's fun to be mad at Disney all the time. Uh, it looked okay to me. I think it looks great. It looks fun. I mean, when, you, when you're in California Adventure and you look over at Paradise Pier, or excuse me, the Paradise Pier Hotel. Yeah. If that was themed Toy Story, that would be so fitting. And it would fit because it it's, would right, fit. it's right over the pier. Yeah. And then for the people that are saying that it's kind of cheap and childlike and Toy Story is an animation. <laughs> yeah, so, a child's movie. I, yeah. I don't think that it's more geared towards adults, period. Um, I think the diehard Disney people would love it either way. I yeah. mean, I, yeah, it's a hotel that's same, But uh, at the same time, you can make the same argument as, okay, well, the Grand Californian isn't themed for children. Mm-hmm. But they I mean that's the place is still beautiful. So I don't know. I think it looks great. Um, Toy Story Mania and Pixar Pier are very popular. So I don't see why this w- hotel wouldn't be. Um, yeah, but I think it would be popular, and I think it'd be good. I just again, I think right now, I think Twitter and Disney social yeah. media in general is kind of fired up because of some other reasons, and they're taking out on anything yeah. that comes out. Yeah. So well, on a positive note, it looks very colorful, it does look and fun. I it looks it looks cute. Yeah, it looks so. fun. So, anyways potential uh toy story hotel coming to disneyland we'll see if disney comes out and addresses this rumor probably not anytime soon i don't think so either i think there's a tight budget because of the pandemic they lost a lot of money and they're focusing on things like uh, tron opening up in east coast uh on the west coast expansion projects just to get crowd flow going so i think there's more important things to be spending money and the star cruiser just opened yeah they're they're focused on other things so anyways let's see if this thing comes out but uh yeah that wraps up our news and Uh, We'll be diving into the main segment here in a second. All right, and that brings us to our main segment of this episode, and that is a little game we came up with, and uh, let me explain kind of the rules around it and what we're doing. Not so much a game, but kind of, I don't know. There's a guessing game. It's going to be fun. And also... instructional informative (laughs) that's the word i'm looking for so we're both going to list our top five favorite attractions in disneyland Mm -hmm. uh california adventure will be at a later episode but so we're just going to stick to the disneyland park itself and uh the twist on this thing is we're not just going to share our top five and why we will do that but in the meantime before the uh the person that's sharing shares their favorite uh the other party is going to guess what they think that is. Mm-hmm. So to start off, basically you're going to share your, your, your fifth, right? So we're going to yes. go, uh, yeah, from not least favorite, but five to one. Yes. And, uh, we'll kind of go up the list that way you'll share, but before you share, I'm going to go, Caitlin, I think your number five is blank. Blank. Okay. Yeah. So we did not, just to preface this, we did not, uh, cheat or anything. We haven't seen each no. other's list. We made these separately earlier yes. today and, uh, kind of made our own little list here. And I also made my list of what I think yours is. I'm excited. So let's start. All right. Let's start. All right. But you know what? Before we start, hmm. we've got a little note. And it's totally off topic. What? But we're sitting here recording at nearly 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. And I'm wide awake. I know. It's because of stupid time change. It's because we love Disney. It's because we love Disney. And it's also because <laughs> of stupid time change. I know. And some big news. 
is that we might be sticking with one yeah, for the rest of time. But you want to know even better news? What? We're going to make cookies after this. We are going to make cookies. <laughs> Late night cookies are the best. So anyways, let's get back on uh, task here and let's share our top five attractions. So Caitlin, you're going to go first. Yes. With number five. Yes. But before you do that, I get to guess what I think it is. Okay. And see if we're right. So I think your number five is Jungle Cruise. No. Dang it. Okay. So, we start off with the loss, man. All right. Yes. Go ahead. Off, yeah. So my number five is Big Thunder Mountain. Ooh. And a couple, I wrote down a couple reasons why. This ride is definitely one that I love, um, but it's one that I don't have to ride every time I'm at the park. So okay. it's in the top five favorites, but it's one of those where I'm like, oh yeah, I love it. But if the line's super long, I'm like, mm, maybe next time. All right. If that makes sense. Sure. Um, I love when we're on that ride and I'm like slamming into you when we're turning corners yeah. and we're just, we have our hands up and just everyone I feel like on that ride is having a good time. So that's amazing. And then the last reason I would say that my favorite part is, do you know when you're growing up that hill? Like it's kind of towards the middle and you, when you get to the top was where the goat is. Yeah. You can see galaxy's edge. Oh yeah. It's yeah. kind of like an overview. I love that part. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, so I, I'm glad you mentioned that. If I, if I'm remembering correctly, I think they had to, they colored those, uh, the spires in galaxy's edge. Yeah. So they knew you could see it from that ride. They colored them. So it would kind of almost match some of the rocks that you can see while you're going down that hill. Oh really? Yeah. So they thought the the color scheme that's why it's a little lighter on the west coast than the east coast is because it matches the frontier land color palette a little more oh, than the okay. darker east coast so anyways they thought of big thunder mountain and saw that those kind of those yellowy orange uh rocks yeah anyways they matched it kind of tried to match a little bit of that color with uh galaxy's edge oh that's amazing yeah, a little factoid okay. there well, that's great well cool that's a solid yeah, pick big thunder and it, we wrote it on our last trip to disneyland yeah. and it just reminded me how it's much a great ride because remember the trip prior to this one it was down for it was refurb mm -hmm. so yeah big thunder's number five nice solid pick okay i respect it and i was wrong so <laughs> i get to share my f number five now and why don't you guess what you think that is so i think your number five is alice in wonderland wrong Dang it. Wrong. Oh, <laughs> my number five is Indiana Jones. Oh. Yeah. So okay. used to be one of my favorite attractions, like top three. Easy. As I get older and as I age, I'm an old, nearly 30 year old male. Oh my gosh. I'm just kidding. I'm like, I'm 20 something even, going on 50 something in close to reality. Anyways, it, it throws me around a little too much and I do get motion sick now on rides. I am getting old. I have to accept it. Uh, so this one gets me a little shaken up, uh, with those twists and turns and you know why it kind of dropped on my list and I think it would be higher. Hmm. It's broken all the time. Yeah. It's it, never running at a hundred percent. No. Ever. So let me tell you why it's number five and not number seven or something has probably the best queue in Disneyland history. Oh, I totally agree. Out of any ride I think I've ever been in, it has the best queue by far. So best theming. Uh, approaching the attraction. You've got a whole outside area that's themed very well. You've got the truck from the actual movie in front. That's mm -hmm. another fact if you uh, didn't know that. So that big, uh, I think it's a Mercedes uh, yeah, cargo is. truck. Mm -hmm. That was actually used in the filming of, uh, was it the Raiders of the Lost Ark? I think so, yes. Yeah, so the first uh, indie movie. And uh, so that's a fun thing. The music playing is set in that time period, what, 30s, 40s? Uh, you've got, anyways, it's just fantastically themed and the, it's amazing all around amazing. The ride itself. Yeah. I don't enjoy as much as I once did, 
but I enjoy just waiting in line. Like I don't mind waiting 45 minutes in that line because of how well themed it is. Yeah. So anyways, that's why it is in my number five spot. All right. Well, I missed it. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. (laughs) All right. So your number four. Yes. uh, I think is Winnie the Pooh. No. Gosh, dang it. Oh my gosh, we're terrible. Yeah, we don't know each other at all. No. So my number four is Pirates. Dang it, really? And this is going to be surprising, I thought, especially for you. Pirates is very nostalgic to me. It was my ultimate favorite ride growing up. So if you would have asked me 10 years ago, I would have been like, oh no, Pirates is my number one. But currently, other than the nostalgia, the, my favorite part of that ride is just smelling the water right when you walk in. I know that's everyone's like, oh, smell the water. But like, I truly, like that is one of the most magical experiences for me. And then when you are on the boat and you're going by like Blue Bayou and you can hear people just like talking and eating, just that whole ambiance of that part of the ride, it's just magic. Yeah. And of course the waterfalls, I mean, the, the, my favorite one is the second one. I don't know why, but it's always been. This, this, do you like the second one or the first one better? Um, second. I love the second one. Yeah. I don't know if it's because it's shorter. But it's shorter, I don't know if but it's you're. Everything, it's like it's uh, it's kind of like you can see. You can it's see it, and it it feels faster because I think you can see. Yeah, and you get the full smell of the water. Yeah, which I love. <laughs> and then my favorite part of that ride, it's it might sound random, but do you know when you go through, you just pass the treasure scene, and you're heading through that dark tunnel. You're heading towards the um, the ship scene. The ship scene, mm-hmm. but in between is that the dark tunnel, and you can hear the pirates. Mm-hmm. And there's that weird skull pirate guy on the left that yeah. you can change. Well, yeah. So you're passing by. There's the now it's new. Yeah. So there's an octopus. Or octopus? yeah, an octopus yeah. on the ground. Yeah. And then there's a guy holding like gold or He's something. He's holding something. something. But yeah, when you pass by on the left hand side, he looks like a normal guy. Yeah. And then when you pass by, it's like half. It's like it goes from skull and then to his face. The more you pass it, it's 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 Disney magic. Disney magic. Yeah, but that's my number four. Cool. That's a solid pick. I did. Yeah. (laughs) I did not think it was going to be there. Okay. Wait, I didn't even have it on. Wow, I messed up. Okay. Anyways, that's all right. Okay. uh, My number four. What do you think that is? I was like, don't say it. I'm not saying it. So I actually think your number four is Pirates. You are correct. Yay! You got one right. Yeah. Okay, nice perfect. Nice job. Okay, yeah. So number four is Pirates. Yeah. And it's, the only reason I put that is because I it's been, it's the last couple times we've been on it, it's been extremely hot and Caleb does not like I do hot. not like being hot. Mm-mm. And it used to be one of my favorite escapes in the summer because it was blasting AC. Not so much anymore. Don't know again if it's because of budget cuts or whatever. Again, they used to blow the AC and they're like crazy and it felt amazing now it's hot and muggy. They have a ton of smoke machines in that ride, so it does it aids in the humidity because uh, that's a lot of moisture in the air. And uh, I'm not a big fan of being hot, and it's slow moving, no. so I'm kind of stuck there for ten minutes. Right. And uh, I'm sweating. So, and again, especially with the pandemic and stuff, I felt like I'm like I need some moving air in here yeah. <laughs> because there's people breathing on right. me. So it, that didn't help at all either. But yes, it has. It used to be again top three has dropped a little bit in recent years because not only is it just smoking hot the past year in the ride it's because again it's down uh not down all the time but a lot of stuff is broken yeah so you've got uh, all the jack sparrows in there look pretty rough half of his features (laughs) don't work yeah uh you've got some of the uh scenes in the uh when the i think it's when the town's on fire Mm-hmm. And you've got there's a a few uh, spinning wheels essentially oh, yeah, with the, a couple like the a one lady. At the top. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's one that's just straight up not working. It's just right. st- stagnant. Yeah. So, anyways, there's a lot of stuff that's broken, and uh, but yeah, 
amazing ride. It features, I think, still to this day, most, I'm sorry, uh, the most animatronics featured in a ride. Uh, It's a classic. It's the last ride that Walt Disney worked on Mm -hmm. uh, before he passed away. And uh, unfortunately, didn't get to see it when it was finished, but it was something he had his hands in. So it just screams classic Disney entertainment. Yeah. So it's impressive, just the sheer magnitude of the project. And I just appreciate it for what it is. Yeah. So yeah, uh, let's go to your number three. Yeah. Okay. So I think your number three is Rise of the Resistance. No. My gosh. Mm -mm. Okay. All right. So my number three is actually very special to me. Um, It is Haunted Mansion. Oh, what? And... I love Haunted Mansion and I have an explanation for this, which I will go in deep in a second, but it almost was my number two, but for a certain reason it landed at number three. Okay. Why? I sound like a hardcore critic and I'm really not. Oh, geez. I don't know. Wait, why do you sound like a critic? <laughs> because I feel like I'm like, well, if it would have been this, it would have oh, been number two. We didn't two. even share what it was I yet. know. I just, I'm laughing okay. at myself because I sound so. So number one, I love the stretching room. I love the, when it, you basically hear is, is this haunted room actually, actually stretching? stretching? I don't. It just makes mm-hmm. me like, I don't know. I feel like I'm getting filled with magic or when I hear that, I'm like, this is it. I'm on a haunted mansion. Like, I just, yeah. the excitement is just boiling. And then when you're walking down the hallway and you're seeing all the portraits change and you get to the end of the hallway and you see the, um, like the face statues, like turning, well, they f- they're following Su- you. Super creepy. Yeah. And then one of my other favorite parts of the ride is the graveyard scene. I, I've always loved that since I was little. However, I would have to say, and again, I don't know how all of you guys feel. My favorite part of Haunted Mansion is the holiday overlay. So with Jack Skellington. And I recently just figured out that I liked the holiday version over Whoa. the normal version. I know. That's some And I some feel like words. if Jack Skellington was year round, I feel like it would have been a number two. I don't know if this is just recent or what's going on, but in my mind right now, it's my favorite. With the holiday or excuse me, the holiday overlay, I love the way the mansion looks outside with the sleigh and just in the clock and you see just everything like the big pumpkin with the Santa hat in the grass. And then when you get inside, one of my favorite songs is the, you know the one where it goes la 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 la. And it's like the the three kids. I don't know if they're not kids. What were they? They're oh, Oogie Boogies. There's, yeah, her, uh, there are kids. They're his little like henchmen, his yeah. little like, sidekicks. La, 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 la. I yeah. love that. I always sing it during Christmas and mm-hmm. Caleb's always like, oh gosh. <laughs> and then one of our favorite things about Haunted Mansion Holiday is the gingerbread house. We love smelling the gingerbread house and seeing what they do. Last year's was really cool. Remember they had like this celebration of all the different years that they created. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was love the, that. Yeah, it was the it was the anniversary of the overlay. Yes. Not twenty five, was it? No, but it was like it was multiple 20? years. So they took multiple years, like celebration wise, yeah. and they added it into one yeah, like, it throughout cool. the years. Yeah, I think they took in- inspiration from all of them that they've done and, and yeah. did it into one. But you yeah. can smell that gingerbread when you go in that yeah. area. Yeah. No, it's a great attraction. Are you? Do you prefer regular or the holiday one? I mean, it's hard. It it changes. I think. If I had to absolutely pick, I'd probably pick classic. Really? Um, yeah. But, 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 uh, I'll share it now. I'll share that story now. Okay. Uh, so the voice, uh, the original voice of the Haunted Mansion is uh, Paul Freeze. Mm-hmm. Uh, classic, again, like super hero in the uh, voiceover community. Uh, but we actually met the uh, gentleman who does the voice of the uh, holiday version. So Yeah, the um, ghost host, right? 
Yes, the ghost host. Mm-hmm. So let me actually look up his name. I forgot. I feel bad. Uh, we met so we Caleb is a Disney he's more of a Disney freak than I am we were in line for uh, Mr. Toad's and he's kind of like looking at the sky and I'm kind of like what are you doing and he's like I know that guy and every time he would speak Caleb's like I know his voice Mm -hmm. and I'm like okay like maybe it's on a podcast or something yeah no so yeah we were in line at yeah Toad's and I yes Caitlin's right I was hearing him talk and I'm like man that guy's got like a you can just tell when people do voiceover work, when they're in radio. Actually, yeah, I yeah, I work in uh, media, and so I, I'm around a lot of people yeah. that have very rich voices. And you can be like, that guy was on radio on point, or he does a podcast or mm-hmm. something, whatever. So I knew this guy. I was like, man, he's got a deep, just strong voice. But he wasn't like talking loud or anything. But anyways, I recognized him, and his voice helped that. And I said, this guy, I know him from somewhere. His name's Corey Burton. Mm-hmm. And he is the voice of many uh, attractions in the Disneyland Park. He did some of the voices. I know. I think he said in Toads. They did an over. They they read. They had oh, really? to redo some of the voices. He said. Oh wow. And anyways, uh, we rode our we rode this ride. Oh, sorry, we, he's the voice of Ghost Host in the Holiday Edition. Yeah, the Holiday, yeah. Because when they did that, Paul uh, Paul Freeze has since passed. Yeah. And so can get him back. So anyways, this guy does a fantastic Paul Freeze-like voice. And so he did the voice for the holiday overlay over at Haunted Mansion. So anyways, after riding the ride, uh, we waited till he was done and pulled him aside and said, hey, are you Mr. Corey Burton or whatever? And he was like, yeah. How do-? He was kind of taken aback. How do you know me? And I said, I'm just kind of a Disney freak and have way too much time on my hands. <laughs> and anyways, I saw multiple YouTube videos with you at some D23 events and just recognized your voice in you. Uh, in the park and he was just so excited that someone kind of recognized yeah. him and said I wow no one really recognizes me in the park good job kind he of thing he was so sweet very sweet guy took a picture I'll have to find the picture yeah we had to share it on Instagram it was from a long time ago yeah yeah uh, he, we talked for a while he took 10 minutes to talk to us so anyways fantastic human being uh, but a fun kind of connection to the haunted mansion mm-hmm. uh, so is it my turn to share uh, you did number yeah where are we at we're at number three, so I think I'm going to say what I think. My number have. three is. You got so it. I'm already wrong. I thought you had Indiana Jones oh, as your number three. Wrong-o. So what is your number three? My number three is Alice in Wonderland. Oh my gosh. Yeah, sorry. Um, classic Fantasyland ride. I love the movie. And it's kind of a weird reason why. I didn't. I don't think I loved it growing up. I liked it. I think I watched it multiple times as a kid does, right? Watching Disney movies. I would actually watch Alice in Wonderland when I'd come home from work uh, at a part-time job in high school at a bank. I think I was at the bank. And I would, I worked, I think it was Saturday. On Saturdays, I'd get up and work a half day because the bank closed at like one o'clock. Right. I'd come home, make some uh, like corn dogs or something. I was going to say it has to be corn dogs. I love corn dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Gluten-free, of course. And uh, would eat that. And then I'd actually... This is not a good, uh, like, this is not a good selling uh, point of the movie or whatever. But I would actually put uh, Alice in Wonderland and I almost have it on the background so I'd fall asleep to it. I'd take oh, a nap. Really? A oh, midday so it's like a, Saturday it's a calming nap. Calming movie. It is. Okay. So it's like my safe space. Yeah. So I love mm-hmm. Alice in Wonderland the film because I would just watch it all the time and fall asleep to it, taking a nap after my hard work day at the <laughs> bank. And so. It has a kind of special place uh, in my life, and so the ride just embodies that entire movie perfectly. I know it's a fantasy, or I'm sorry, like a dark ride. It's not super fancy, doesn't have a ton of technology in it, 
but it's just special enough and kid-like enough to be like, ah, I feel safe. Like, it's just a fun ride. Yeah, no, the, I love the ride. It's great. And you get to go outside on top of yeah. that. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's, it's random. It's bizarre. The movie's weird. The book's even weirder. Uh, but uh, it's just a fun attraction. Yeah. I don't know. Feel like I love a that kid. you love it. It's yeah. great. It's so we ride it. We try and ride it every time. Mm-hmm. It does get a little long. Like if the ride's like an hour plus, I usually skip it. Oh, yeah. But uh, it is a fun, and it's an old Fantasyland ride, so you get those switchbacks are so tight. They're very tight. So you're on top of multiple people. And it's all outside, so if the weather's hot. If you're baking yeah. out there. Yeah. So anyways, it's a fantastic ride. Uh, love it. Yeah. Okay. So we're down number we're two. to number two. Number two. All right. So this is your turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was, which you just stated, what it, you, it was at number three. I thought it was Haunted Mansion. Oh, okay. So I thought Haunted Mansion was number two. Okay. So my number two is actually Indiana Jones. What the heck? Yes. Which is wow. hilarious because is when we when I first did this episode or the podcast with you, I said that it was my favorite ride. Yeah, what's wrong and with you? And like I said to all of our fellow listeners, it depends on my mood. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so... Um, you know, I know Caleb already touched on this, but the queue in that line is absolutely amazing. It's my favorite, I think, in all of Disneyland. It's so themed and you literally feel like you're in the jungle mm-hmm. going into a temple. Um, I lo- even though Caleb says that he thinks he's an old man and can't handle the <laughs> ride, I love getting whipped around. I it's even I have a smile on my face the entire time and my hair is flinging everywhere. You like being and disoriented. Yes, and your back it's hurting. just it's so okay. fun because you're like trying to hold on and I I just I love it. I love it. I have a smile the whole time. Okay, so yeah, it's a great ride. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it belongs high up on anyone's list. I think. Yeah. Uh, okay, my number two. What do you think? Hmm. I'm gonna say Haunted Mansion. Wrong. I know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, my number two is, how do you know? How do you know it's not my number two? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> you said you're like, I know. And I was like, darn. I didn't you oh. already say Haunted Mansion? No, you oh, said Haunted Mansion. I said Mansion. Haunted Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what, did you peek? No. Uh, no, my number two is Rise of the Resistance. Oh, okay. Fantastic ride. Okay, I'm very curious what your number one is. Get out. No. You'll find out in a second. Um, Rise of the Resistance. It's technologically a marvel. Mm-hmm. Like it is a, I cannot understand for the life of me how these people put this, how the Imagineers pulled this off and engineers and whoever was involved, right? It is a amazing, amazing ride. And it's not even, a, I wouldn't even say a ride. It's a, it's an event. Oh yeah. It is an attraction. Again, Disney calls their stuff attractions for that exact reason. It's not so much a ride. It's an experience, right? This is an attraction. This is like the modern day, I don't know. This is this is their fate. This is their best thing they've made in a long time. Yeah, it's so, like they put the Disney seal on it. Like it the is gold, it's holy smokes. Again, it it is it's it's finicky. It breaks down a lot. But, but even when it breaks down, they have substitute scenes. Yeah, but no, put. there's straight up times when it, you just can't get on. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, it okay. breaks down like five oh, times. Oh, I a meant day. like when the ride's still going. Sure, and sure. Stuff. Yeah, there is time. So yeah, that is a cool thing they did. They know, or they know that rides break down often, right? Imagineers do that. And so they did build some uh, B um, B mode. Sorry. So there's like A mode, right? Which is the regular attraction how you're supposed to experience it. Yeah. Then there's the B mode where they can actually cover up. I've seen it before. There's They'll cover up like an animatronic that's not working. And it's almost like a screen, like a projection part. Or yeah. it'll just kind of, or your eyes just kind of glaze over it. And you don't notice that there's a broken uh, thing yeah. there. So overall... 
technology here is just put on display. So fantastic ride, different ride vehicles. You've got straight up a trackless ride system, which is impressive in itself. And it's not like uh, the original ones where it's really slow. Like Ratatouille is an example of a trackless ride system, but it's really slow. Like it doesn't, and this was one of the first ones they've ever made over in Paris and uh, Disney World just got it. And they couldn't do a lot with it because it was brand new and they didn't want things smacking into each other and breaking. But anyways, they have it down because Rise whips around, it goes fast, and it's all done with... Out- it's smooth. Yeah, smooth. And it's all done with sensors in the con. Yeah. I don't want to get too much into detail yeah. how it's done. But anyways, you've got uh, animatronics in this thing. You've got tasteful projections, right? Oh, yeah. When it has to be, they use it and it's done well. Uh, fantastic cue. Uh, straight up, you're waiting in a uh, star... Uh, what do you call those things? Not a star cruiser, but the, uh, yeah, like a, I was uh, trying to figure that out earlier. Yeah. Too. Imperial. Not a, it's yeah. some type of ship, a ship. Yeah. What are they called? Starship. Man, I'm bad. I'm a bad star Wars fan. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. You're in a, a starship. You're in a galactic a star cruiser. Any who's yeah. yeah. The galactic star cruiser. You're in a, uh, a spaceship and yeah, that's part of the ride line. That's Which you're waiting to get into a separate part of the line yeah. and you have all these stormtroopers and a giant hangar. It is amazing. A, a tie fighter hanging off the wall. So anyways, it uses multiple, and yeah, you got a drop ride vehicle in there. It is unbelievable. So anyways, just off technology alone, and I love Star Wars right now. I'm just on a Star Wars kick. Yeah. Uh, Rise of the Resistance <laughs> has to be number two. All right. I went off there a little bit. Sorry. No, no, that's okay. Okay. Uh, are we at number one? Yes. All right. We've made it. We've made it. So I got this wrong already, mm-hmm. and now I think I know what it is, but I guessed Indiana Jones, but... This was on my on notes. I think it's probably Rise. It is Rise. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed. That's why I was very quiet when you were talking. Yeah. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> um, Rise of the Resistance is, as all Caleb's already said, is out of this world to me. Um, I know he touched on a few of my points already, so I'm just going to briefly go over them. The queue is my favorite. Um, I love that you go through all those rooms with the clothing and like the Star Wars equipment, guns, the, yeah, equipment the, things. Mm-hmm. And one of the most impressive parts is that room. Once you get off that ship that you were talking about, you enter that room with the stormtroopers and that screen mm-hmm. that makes it look like you're looking into the galaxy. That thing looks real. And when we were watching... It is real. Yes. You're in space. When we were watching... <laughs> um, what was what was one of your that movie? Force Awakens. Force Awakens, which is my favorite Star Wars movie. Oh, don't say I, that. I have to say <laughs> don't it. Don't say that. They deserve to know the truth. Oh gosh. That scene like was in the movie and I remember and I was like, oh my gosh, that's like the ride. Yeah. And I didn't even put two and two together because obviously the ride wasn't built. Yes. But it was just so cool seeing that. I will say, as a, dis- a Star Wars fan, that scene has been done over and over again. I know, but I don't watch them like you do. I understand. So like in the original movies that, I mean, a million times, right? Darth Vader makes his grand appearance in a hangar just like that with stormtroopers lined up. So it's kind of a thing. It's a, But I will, J.J. Abrams did take a lot of, of course, inspiration from the originals and kind of replicated that yeah. there. So anyways, yes. Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. It's a it's cool beautiful. room. It's cool. I love it. I love it. And then a couple other that. of my favorite parts. <laughs> Caleb thinks I'm such a fangirl, but for those who don't know, I love Kylo Ren. And I love Ray. So anything with do you love Kylo, Kylo Ren or do you love Adam Driver? I love Kylo. <laughs> okay. And I love Adam Driver. I don't know. I just, I love the character. I don't know why. Like if you were to ask me and for all you Star Wars nerds, I'm sorry. I like Kylo more than Darth Vader. Okay. All right. You know, end of podcast. He's uh, just cooler. Thanks you for have joining to- us. <laughs> I'm sorry things didn't work you out. You have to admit he's cooler. His mm, lightsaber. No. I'm sorry. Okay. Darth Vader is the most iconic villain in film history. You know what? He's dead. All you have to hear is the. No, but. 
and you know who it is. What does Kylo do that you know who it is? His voice, uh, his lightsaber. Um, Ray. And, and you're wrong. He you're ta- wrong. And Kylo is a man because he takes his mask off. Darth Vader just keeps himself covered the whole time. He can't take it off because he's in. You he know would what? die. It's not my fault. Hayden Christensen got burnt on the okay. side of the. No, we're gonna have to <laughs> agree to disagree I'm on that kidding. one. Okay, so really quick, briefly, my my favorite. What's <laughs> the matter with you? Um, one of my favorite parts of the ride is when Kylo's lightsaber goes through the elevator shaft when you're going down mm-hmm. in the ride. Love that part. The first time we saw that, I was like, whoa. Yeah. Like, that is the coolest like, thing. How do they do it? Yes. Yeah. And then towards the end of the ride, do you know when Kylo, he's like standing on that stage by himself? It's like right at the end. And he's trying to get that secret out of you or whatever he was looking for throughout the whole ride. And he uses the force to like bring you in towards oh, him. And yeah, you kind of yeah, yeah, like yeah. jerk forward. Mm-hmm. I love that part. Yeah. Again, I don't know why. And then you mentioned the whole elevator escape pod. That first time we did that drop, <laughs> that was the coolest experience. The heck out of me. I loved it. So yeah. that that's my favorite part of the whole ride. But it's just that's a good ride. And that Kylo's in it. Oh, Kylo Ren. <laughs> I love Kylo Ren. Uh, that's fine. Whatever. I love Ray. Ray's awesome. Yeah, I love Ray too. If I, you know what if. Honestly, if we were to go in full theme and go do like the Galactic Star Cruiser, I would totally dress as Ray. That'd be awesome. And I'd want you to dress as Kylo. <laughs> yeah. I'm also not six foot something and jacked like Adam Driver. <laughs> it's okay. Swole Kylo. Anyways, uh, let's get to my number one because that's what the people have been waiting for. They have. But unfortunately, I'm sad because I got it wrong. What'd I thought it was going to be Rise. You're wrong. So what is your number one? Haunted Mansion. Re- that's well, been my number one yeah, for years. I'm not surprised. It is a fantastic attraction. It's more nostalgia. It's right? classic because it's it's Disneyland. Cla- Rise is fantastic. I get it. And it wasn't fair because I was like, uh, if one didn't exist, I know East Coast have, has both of these attractions, but in my head, it's more unique to Disneyland because again, it is uh, one of the last attractions that Walt Disney did work on. Yeah. Uh, second to last, I believe. And it had all this like um, mystery around it surrounding before it opened. They built the they built that uh, building and didn't have it finished yet. And they didn't even know if it was going to be a walkthrough where you like literally walked through it with your feet right? or if they were going to create an attraction. So they had this sign posted that was informing people like pretty soon there's going to be this haunted mansion opening and there's all these spirits in there and they're un they're uneasy or they you know, they're materialized. Yeah. So it was just really cool. Like for, and it was up there for like, I think a year or two. And yeah. people were like, what is this attraction going to be? So I think I like the history involved with it. I like that it was the first uh, ride vehicle, uh, the Omnimover, mm-hmm. uh, the first time they ever used it. And they're able to get, you know, just it was a feat in, I think, theme park history and uh, being able to load that many people on an hour. It right. was one of the first of its kind. So anyways, I think I like, you're right. There's nostalgia involved in it. There's just kind of cool effects in there. I usually am a baby when it comes to creepy, scary things. I usually hate that stuff. You like scary movies. Mm-hmm. I'm not a giant fan. I watch them because you like them. And uh, again, this, I think, just threads the needle perfectly between scary and creepy and also kind of fun. Uh, you've got singing, talking heads, man. Right. I mean, it's just, exactly. it, it, it threads the needle perfectly. It's so not over the top or anything. It's not, no, it's not terrifying for children. There's a couple scary parts, but it's also not uh, so stupid and kind of where it, you don't buy into that it is a haunted mansion. So amazing, 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 amazing attraction. The attic scene, the graveyard scene. Uh, again, the sheer amount of animatronics. You've got the Hatbox Ghost in there now. Yeah. Uh, with a fantastic uh, feature. So anyways, 
I love the ride. I love the queue. And yeah, you've already mentioned the queue and, and the cool parts in there. Yeah. So it's I a fun attraction. And again, and you get, and it's an ever, it, it changes throughout the year. It's true. Well, right? Haunted Mansion Holiday. I know. So yeah. I, again, I, I Haunted Mansion doesn't, it, it embodies the whole thing. Yeah. I think though, I think we, I mentioned this to you our last trip. The creepiest part of that ride is that clock. Oh, that, that one that goes to like 13. I, it looked like that, right? It, yeah. I it, don't know. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but it I has like, and a, the yeah. hand going down. Yeah. Like the shadow. Well, yeah, it's on, it's on, it says it's like on 13, 13 o'clock <laughs> yeah. or 12 should be. It's like 13. Yeah. And it's like this, that weird hand going down like a shadow. It, that part is creepy. It's a very weird yeah. part of the ride. And again, it's quick enough to where kids probably won't notice it, but adults are like, Ooh, that's, that's a, eerie. that's a weird looking clock. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, that's our list. We finished it. We did. We did okay. We did that's pretty good. Great, you got one point and I got zero. I don't think no, I did you terrible. Got, you got one, I think. No, I didn't. Oh, it's all right. I got zero. <laughs> it's okay. I don't know you as well as I thought I did. <laughs> uh, but no, that was a fun time. And uh, yeah, we learned a little bit more about each other today. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. I'm looking forward to kicking your butt, the DCA one. <laughs> wow. All right. Fighting words going on here. Uh, anyways, uh, my co-host is wrong. Uh, about Darth Vader and Kylo Ren. I apologize if you had to listen to that and you can totally write in and tell her how wrong she is. You know what? No, we're going to take this to Instagram. I need you guys to comment on one of... You You pick the picture, whatever. <laughs> tell me who you like better, Darth Vader or Kylo. No. And we're going to settle this on the ground. I think it's going to be unanimous Darth Vader <laughs> because people with I an appreciation know. for Star Wars is Darth Vader. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. That brings us to the end of this episode after that Ah, <sighs> riveting conversation. Oh, um, you can find us on Instagram <laughs> at Market House Podcast and uh, make sure to follow us there for things like this. Hopefully you can interact with us on there. And, yes, please. Uh, yeah, we post about our, pic- uh, about our pictures, <laughs> about our trips to the park and uh, they are pictures we have taken on our trips. Yeah. Yeah, and you take about 17,000 pictures when we go. Yes, they're all for the gram. And you all know, we've gram. been doing some reels and... It's fun. It's I love it. You're having, it's you're doing such a, great a fun job. time. Doing a great Thank job. you. And uh, consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please, uh, on Apple Podcasts, you can do a written review on uh, Spotify. It's just a, I think, star rating. And that would be appreciated. It would help us kind of uh, pop up on that search uh, a little higher. Yeah, we're still looking for our first one. Yeah, and looking just for some honest feedback. So we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. And if it's mean... Yeah, you may cause me to cry a little bit, but that's okay. okay. I'd like to hear it. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's that's the that's the episode. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you next time. Yeah. On uh, Market House. Looking forward to it. See Have ya. a great week.